Let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Read it together, please. Read it again, please. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, verse 42. Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will but yours be done. Chitange, wewega, uva, nga chisobo kai chikompe chino, chinsichibweko. Si nganza buwenja gala, na ye okwa gala kukolebwe. Father, Tata, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nganzicheke chikompe chino. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Singanza wenjagala na ye choyagala wechikolewe. The will of God. Okwagala kwa katonda. Understanding the will of God. Okutegero kwagala kwa katonda. Walking in the will of God. Okutambli na mkwagala kwa katonda. That is what God is emphasizing to us. Chamukama chakatiriza jituli. In the season. Mwa. And last Sunday, we, we began to look through this and we want to continue. And I pray that God will move your heart to see what he sees and to do what he does. Amen. Creation finds its origin expression power and glory in the will of God. The will of God is everything. To a believer, to a church, to a believer who is a businessman, to a believer who is a businesswoman, to a believer who is a student, to a believer who is a professional, to a believer with a family, and a believer, the will of God must stand out. Anything outside God's will is just humanism. And a human expression without God is nothing. And so, as children of God, the Father desires that we, we are drawn into his purposes. 
And into understanding his will. Redemption finds its origin. Maintenance. Blessedness. In nothing other than God is will. The power of Amen. redemption, the power of salvation is found in God's will. For you to find God, for you to relate with God more, for you to be intimate with God, you need to pursue the will of God. You need to be caught up in the will of God. Outside that, you will be frustrated as a believer because there are things that you desire to see but you will not be able to reach them because you are neglecting something that is very, very important in your relationship with God and that is His will. Amen. Amen. And so in knowing, loving, doing, and being fulfilled is all caught up in what is called the will of God. Our strength, your strength as a believer, the strength of your family, the life of your family, the life of who you are, is all caught up into the will of God. And that's why the Bible says, Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. This is Jesus' desire that those that come after him, those that believe in him, they get to desire, they get to long to see his will done on earth as it is done in heaven. In other words, they get a glimpse of what heaven is all about. And their desire is not just to go to heaven, not to just go and meet God, but their desire is that heaven may come down. The will of God as it is done in heaven may be done on the earth. This is not once in a lifetime issue. It's a daily issue. It's a daily life. Because when you discover that daily or every hour, every minute, God has a will. God has something he wants to do. God has a mind. He has a mind. You can enter a room where there is nothing but you can understand that within that room, there is the potential of hearing voices, seeing pictures, seeing different people on what is called 
either a TV, on a screen, and how can you see them? How can you hear those voices? Bring in a TV set, plug it into power, and be connected to the network. You begin to see different stations, you'll begin to hear different people, so many things will be around you because you've tapped into all that. Praise the Lord. And so, daily there is the will of God. Every moment the will of God that has to be done, it is there. So you can neglect it or you can be ignorant of it or you can choose to pursue your own life or you can be aware and you say, Father, let your will be done. And as we are going to see, not only praying, but also beginning to do, beginning to walk in the will of God. The total sum of a Christian's life must be simply termed God's will. It has to be God's will. The total sum of your life, the things you say, the things you do, the places you go to, the work you do, that which comes out of you must be a total sum of God's will. Nothing less. Nothing more. So, those that understand this, in their pursuit for God, they don't only pursue God that he may bless them, but they pursue him so that they can be fulfilled in him. The reason why Jesus has not yet come back is because the church has not yet fully been caught up in the will of God. The church has not been caught up into doing the will of God. Walking in the will of God and doing the will of God. Amen. So, God's will is the number one cause and power of all that he desires to demonstrate in the lives of his children or down here on the earth. Your life must simply demonstrate God's will. Your life. The day you said, 
Jesus become my Lord and my Savior. You gave him your life and you took on his life. So you began a journey a long journey that began in a simple way by simply confessing Jesus. But then you begin that long journey of manifesting God, of manifesting his desires, manifesting his will down here on the earth. Praise God. What is human will or what is the human will. The human will is the power by which a person determines his actions or decides what to do or not to do. The power by which a person determines his actions and decides what to do or not to do. Amen. Amina. So when Jesus says, not my will, but yours be done, he is exercising free will. He, he's, he's showing us that we have the will. We have the power to decide. But what do we decide? Either us or God. Either your will or his will. Amen. So your actions all actions. All actions. Not a few. But all. What might be simple actions, major actions, everything, you as a believer, it has to be according to God's will. And in between there, we decide. We decide to pursue his will. We decide to do his will. Or we decide not to do his will. Or we decide our own will. Or we decide the will of others. Or we decide the will of the enemy. In God's will, we'll find divine Perfection, perfect expression, will find beauty and blessing, will find peace, will find divine wisdom, will find goodness, will we'll find God, we will know Him. Amen. Amina. In his will, we are going to find that sure and perfect fellowship with him. Perfect fellowship and union with him. Amen. Amina. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Amen. Amina. 
So, there are about three or so major things that we need to look at when, or to help us understand God's will. Or what the will of God includes. Number one, God is holy providence. God is holy providence. Everything that comes to you, everything that comes around you, as a child of God, must be out of him. It must be from him. And it must also be about him. When you begin to desire this kind of life, you're going to find that nothing happens to you or around you by chance. Whether good or bad. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, Romans 8, 28, a scripture that many of us are familiar with, Romans 8, 28, it says that, and we know, so the question is, do you know there is power in knowledge and there is power in application of knowledge. So the Bible says, and we know that all things, not a few, but all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Look at what happened to Joseph and look at what he says. Joseph, Genesis chapter 50. Genesis chapter 50 verse, verse 20. But as for you, you meant evil against me but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is as it is this day to save many people alive did you hear that? You meant it for evil against me. But God meant it unto God. Unto good. And he goes further to say, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. 
So his brothers against him, his brothers are fighting him, his brothers throw him in the pit, his brothers sell him off, and Joseph is not fighting them. Joseph is just humble. Joseph is submissive. Joseph's life is yielded. Why? He's caught up in God. He's caught up in God. Look at many of us. The family where you're born, where you live, your siblings, your parents. And look at how you behave with them or against them. The life there, which might be like simple life or day-to-day life, is like... It's like usual life. But then you find yourself caught up in that other life and you forget that you're a child of God. You forget that you're a believer. You forget that God has this authority over you. So, that which God would have brought forth in saving people, in, in promoting you, in, in even fulfilling Fulfilling the promises, the dreams, the things that he spoke to you about. Look at how you get off line and you simply miss them. You miss God's purposes. But then you get caught up somewhere where you're praying and say, God, do this in my life. God, fulfill this in my life. God, this and this and the other. But then you are failing to understand the daily manifestation of God's will for your life. So we end up falling short as, as, as children of God. We end up living far below God's expectations. So Joseph tells the, his brothers... You meant it for evil. But God had another plan. So how does he know God's plan? Friends, there are times even when you don't know what is going on. There are times when you say God is in control. God is in charge. And the only way you're going to say that is when your life is caught up in him. Daily. Some of us think of God's will and doing God's will in terms of either going somewhere to preach. That could be part of it. But I want to emphasize this. That some total of your life, the expression of your life, everything that comes out of us must be God's will. Must be God's will in a simple way. Where you work from, those that work for you, people you bring in your house, where you go, the things you buy, everything. 
God is well. And, and this is not complicated. Unless if you want to complicate it. The way you're going to have a breakthrough in this and operate in this kind of life is when you understand God's will has to be my life. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Another example I want us to use is Jesus before Pilate. John chapter 19. John chapter 19. Verse 11. Jesus answered, You could not you could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You could not have power against me unless if it was given to you from above. And, and Jesus recognizes that. And Jesus surrenders. He says, this is the Father's will. And he's before this man with authority. But he does not just fight him. He does not just um, submit to him. He does not just do things. He knows. This is God's will. This is God's purposes. Amen. Amen. When, when a Christian lives to see God's will in everything that happens to, to him or her, pleasing or unpleasing, the prayer Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven will become real. Will become real on a daily basis. Amen. When you allow to see God's will in everything, praise God. So, God is holy providence. Amen. Number two. The will of God is righteous precepts. The will of God is righteous precepts. Psalms 119. Verse 11. Sorry, verse 111. Your testimony I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. God is ways. God is purposes. God is life. God is laws. God is guidance. Is the rejoicing of your heart. So as a child of God, when you are struggling with God's ways, you are struggling with God's purposes, you are struggling with the laws of God, with the precepts of God, you are blocking a certain channel of joy. Yes, you might pursue happiness because happiness comes from the happenings. Happenings. You get some money, you are happy. You can even get married and you are happy. You, 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 you get a new car and you are happy. But happiness may not last. Amen. There is a difference between happiness and joy. Joy it does not depend on things that happen. Joy depends on God. Joy depends on who God is. Amen. Whether you have things or not, joy can be there. So for you to rejoice, your heart to be glad, you need to accept everything about God, God's way of life. What God requires of you. Do this. Live this kind of life. Don't do this. What the Bible says about your life or your walk with him. So in that, God's will is manifested. Are you going to do what he does? He, he does not want you to do or you're going to do what he wants you to do. God is will. So you are either for God's will or you are against his will. Praise God. The other thing is the will of God is precious Promises. The will of God's precious promises. Amen. Amina. One of the questions that comes away is that what is God's will in His promises? What is God's will in His promises? He promises Abraham a child. But what was God's will in that promise? What was God's will in that promise? So God can give you a promise and you can just run with the promise or you can just be taken up by the promise. You can be lost in the promise. But what is God's will in that promise? What is God's will? You say God promised me this. But what is his will? What is God's will in family. What is God's will in your marriage? What is God's will in your finances? What is God's will in your education? What is God's will 
in you serving him. Amen. Amina. Church. The things uh, I'm sharing with you. These are things that are coming out of an intense uh, dealing with God. God emphasizing something. God emphasizing this is what I want to do. This is what I want to build. This is what I'm demanding of my people. Praise the Lord. So, I, I pray that your heart will be ready to receive what God is releasing to us. And, and those people that receive this and, and walk into it, you're going to watch their lives and you'll see peace You'll see joy. You'll see fulfillment. You'll see increase. You'll see progress. You'll see thanksgiving. You'll see so much. And above all, you'll see God. You'll see God in those people. Because his will is being done in their lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we ought to yield ourselves completely in him and trust him and entirely depend on him. Praise the Lord. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So God is providence. Looking at that total submission to him, large submission to him, his, his precepts, total surrender, obedience to him, obedience to his word, promises that assurance of hope in him, peace in him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 21. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Are you there? To say. Are you there? To do say. If you are there, say amen. Okay, read, please. Read it louder. Read it again. Yeah. 
How do you enter heaven? Oingira otie guru. How do you enter heaven? Oingira otia eguru. I believe that many of us know that by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Yes, you enter into his kingdom. And many of us um, know that if I don't sin, I don't do this and the other. I am assured of heaven. Have you ever read this scripture? Doing his will. Doing his will. Is a door to heaven? Or into heaven? Do you know that neglecting God's will can cause you to miss heaven? Not doing his will can cause you to miss heaven. Not according to me, but according to scripture. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Do you see how important God's will is? I, I pray that in your life, the will of God will be accorded the right position, the right understanding, and this will turn your life around completely. Your life will completely change. Amen. So the only way to be fit to enter heaven is to do the will of God here on the earth. Here on the earth. Not doing it in heaven, but doing it down here on the earth. Praise God. Amen. Amina. So, when we, when some of us look at prayer, we pray and we pray and we profess God or profess um, of things that we need in our lives or what we want God to do. But then we miss the other part of obedience. Obedience and performance. Obedience and doing. Doing God's will. We miss that. We are unaware that we are affecting our eternity. We are affecting our place in heaven. Our going to heaven or our being in heaven. Amen. So there has to be harmony. We have to be aligned. We have to align our lives. We have to align our the purpose of our living with God is heart. Amen. So your life 
and the environment in which you live, your obedience, your being true to God's word, your being true to God's promises, God's purposes, causes the glory of heaven to be around you. The glory of heaven to fill you. Those that walk in the will of God. Those that do the will of God. Mark them. You will see the glory of God upon them. You will see the presence of God upon them. Because when you are caught up in heaven. Heaven purposes. Heaven atmosphere. As you walk down here on the earth. This is going to be following you. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I said to you, there are people that will look at you and they say, this person does not deserve this. But you have it. This person does not deserve this position. But you are there in that position. Why? Because God's will is being done in your life. You're walking into that. Daily, your pursuit in life is God's will. Your pursuit in life is God's purposes. You will walk into places where you shouldn't have been, but God's will takes you there. And there are things that you will avoid. Because you are in God's will. And I want to say to you. Lack. Lack. You can go through lack. Because it's a season. As God is preparing you or training you. Depending upon him. But I say to you. Perpetual lack. Perpetual lack. You better look through. You better reconsider. You better evaluate. How are you walking in God's will? How do you understand God's will? How are you connected in God and his will? So, he says, those that do the will of my father, not only knowing, not only desiring, but those that do the will of my father. So, the key thing here is doing Doing, and not just doing things, but doing the will of the Father. Doing the will of the Father. Amen. So, doing the will of the Father is a divine mark on the sons and daughters of God. Doing the will of the Father is a mark. 
that you find on the sons and daughters of God. Jesus came, listen to this, Jesus came on the earth to show us, those of us who are on the earth, how to be caught up in God, how to be caught up in God's will, how to pursue God and his will. He came to show us that. He came to show us that down here on the earth, those who are down here on the earth must do the will of the Father, must be caught up in the will of the Father. The things you say, the things you do, the places you go to, people you are connected to, the will of God. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That person you, you are married to or that person you want to get married to you cannot neglect the will of the Father. What you are or what you want to pursue the bottom line is the will of the Father. The will of God. Amen. The power, the life, joy, blessedness in us is in doing the will of the Father. Those who do the will of the Father are caught up into power, power and authority. Power and authority. And there are certain things that they attract. There are certain connections that they are exposed to. And there are certain resources that they are exposed to. Because they are in the will of God. The will of God is accompanied with power. The will of God is accompanied with peace. The will of God is accompanied with joy. The will of God is accompanied with satisfaction. Fulfillment in the heart. Praise God. Let's look at this scripture also concerning the will of God. Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse 15. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. For whoever does the will of my father is, is what? Shout it. Whoever does the will of my father. Look at that union with Jesus. That connection with Jesus. It is those that do the will of the father. They are 
the brothers of Jesus. They are the sisters of Jesus. They are the ones connected with Jesus. And so look at what happens in a family. When I mean, your, your family, your family brothers yo. there, you have sisters Baganda there. Bo, and Jesus is saying, yes, it's not simply someone who says, oh, I'm saved. Si agamba, I'm a dimloko, believer. Dimloko, Lord, 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 Lord. Jesus is saying, yes, those that do, Ababakola. Those that do the will of my father, they are my brothers. They are my sisters. Amen. So, you want intimacy with God? You are looking for intimacy with Jesus? Choose to do the will of God. It's not just praying. Lord, I want to be intimate with you. Lord, draw me close to you. It's not only praying, but look at doing the will of the Father that will draw you into a deeper intimate relationship with God. The reason why many of us, you are a believer, you are a Christian, but you are not fulfilled in your heart. You can trace that lack of satisfaction to not doing the will of the Father. Somewhere, somehow, in your life there is rebellion. Somewhere, somehow, in your life there is negligence of God's will. God's purposes for your life. Amen. Amina. Many people pray. Many people try even to seek God. But there are things they don't see. There are things they don't touch. There are places they don't reach. It is simply because they are neglecting the will of God for their lives. And so through some of these scriptures, we understand that the secret of Jesus' performance, Jesus' faithfulness, the secret of Jesus doing the will of the Father and finishing was because he was so caught up in that will. He desired to please God. And that's why he was different from everyone else. Not simply because he had come from heaven, but because he was sold out to the will of his father. He was sold out to the purposes of God. And so in, in life, that elevated him to a different position. So his way of living, his way of operation, the things that he experienced, totally different from the people around because of the will of the Father. You were born in a family like other people in your family. But that which puts you apart, that which causes you to excel more than others, it is the will of the Father. Doing the will of the Father. Stand up on your feet. Christ stood out 
And he calls his disciples and he says, If you abide in me, you abide in my word, you will bear much fruit. You want to see fruitfulness in your life? The will of God. Focus on the will of God. You want people to look at you and say, but your life is different. Your life blesses me. Focus on the will of God. Pursue the will of God. Desire to do the will of the Father. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your family has to be caught up in the will of the Father. Not what you want. Not what you desire. But what he desires. Some of the scriptures that we would have looked at is where Jesus says, I do not pursue my own things. Not my will. Not what I want. But what the Father wants. He pursues the will of the Father. Some of you, in relationships, you only pursue your desire. In marriage, you only pursue what you want. You don't look at what the Lord God wants. You don't look at what God is saying. You can be in a relationship and your partner can behave in a certain way. Your partner can be doing things in a certain way. And you may react accordingly because you are expressing yourself but without submitting to the will of God. What is God saying? The reason why marriages are breaking. Even Christian marriages are breaking it's because Christians are neglecting the will of God. They are pursuing their own interests. They are pursuing what they want into someone. They are pursuing what they want into a marriage. They are pursuing what they want the reason why believers do not excel even on jobs is because they pursue what they want. They are pursuing money instead of pursuing God's will. The reason why believers, ministers, leaders are not being elevated deeper into ministry, God anointing people more is because they are pursuing their own desires. They don't look at God. God. They don't look at God's will. What does the Father want? What does God want from me? What does God want to do? to do today. Ladies and gentlemen, the will of God is not optional. The will of God is everything for you. You are a believer. You are saved. The will of God must be the sum total of your being here on the earth. Here on the earth. And so daily, daily, we must pursue the will of the Father because daily, heaven is working. Heaven is working. 
God is working out things every day, every hour, every moment in heaven. And so those people whose lives stand out, whose lives change, it does not matter what their family background was, it does not matter what generational limitations that were there in their family. As long as they get caught up in the will of God, the chains around them will be broken. There is no bondage that can stand in God's will. There is nothing. There is no physical or spiritual limitation that can stand before God if someone gets caught up in the will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the will of God, the will of God in the season where we're going, and not only in the season where we're going, but this was God's original intent for humanity. This was God's original intent for every human being on the earth to do the will of God, to walk in the will of God. And when Jesus came to save mankind, it was nothing else but man once again to be caught up in the will of God. If you a believer and you are pursuing your own things you are disturbing God by what you want him to do for you and you are not getting caught up in what he wants to do you are wasting time you are wasting time you are wasting your years and years are going to pass by years are going to pass by and you are going to be in that wishful life. Wishful life. I wish I could have this. I wish I could be that. I wish I could be there. And I want to tell you, you might... If you fail to pursue that, you might end up compromising. You might end up quitting. You might... If you don't quit, you are going to put one foot there, one foot this side, and your life will be miserable. Peace is found in the will of God. Meaning to life is found in the will of God. The will of God is non-debatable. You can get God's will. I remember many years ago when God's will was clearly known to me that God has called me to serve him and before me there was an opportunity to go to the United States a scholarship was given to me to go and study to go and work there to go and run that before me there was also God's will young as I was senior five senior six knowing the will of God and at that particular moment this opportunity 
comes to go to the US. And the father had told me, my son, I want you to stay in Uganda. I never want you to go to live abroad because I want to raise you up from here because I have a work I want you to do for me. And I'm hearing those things when I'm in school. And I remember that time I just gone down to full gospel church. I just come from Macquarie College School. I used to go out and just go and pray. And so I'm there praying, pouring my heart before him. And I hear him I hear him. And before me, there is no opportunity. There is no scholarship at that moment. Before me, there is nothing like serving him mightily. But I'm just hearing. And in the invisible world, I'm seeing things. The people around me don't see them. My mother could not see what I was seeing. My mother could not hear what I was seeing. My brothers and sisters, they could not see what I was seeing. They could not hear what I was hearing. But I was. How was I hearing and seeing? Because I was caught up in him. I was pursuing him. I was desiring him. It was not the world. It was not the desires of the world. There was nothing around. If I am serving God today, I'm not serving because I'm looking for money. I'm not serving because I'm looking for fame. I'm not serving because of anything. I pay the price. Opportunities were before me, but I decided to go for God's will. My family today, my family today is reaping fruits of God's will. Reaping fruits of sacrifice to doing God's will. Nothing else. Our future as a family is in God's will and doing God's will. Nothing else. Nothing else. I might be traveling almost every month, going to the Far East day, every month. It's not because I want. It's not because those people are calling me. It's because of one thing and only one thing. God is will. What is God is will? What is God saying? And I remember that time when I, when my pastor knew that I was for fighting an opportunity to go to the United States. He called me. And I remember that place where we sat. The outside his house. And it was almost the first time that I was sitting face to face with him there. And he talks to me. And he says, don't miss this opportunity. And I remember. I remember. The saying, let's get this from the spirit. Let us reason it out in the physical. And he says, do you know how many people are struggling to get this opportunity? Some of you here, <laughs> you're looking at 
rent. rent. Some of you here, you're looking at school fees of your, family, your children. Some of you here, you're looking at securing your future in terms of investment, in terms of business and this and the other. But you don't know. You don't know that all those things in the drink of an eye they can be normal. And above all, you don't know. In a trick of an eye, your life can be gone. Jesus talked of the, of the foolish rich man. And he said, Must up everything. Breaking down the bands, building bigger ones. And he said, you foolish man. You don't know that tonight, your creator will demand for your soul. And when you go, who will be in charge of these things? Whom, whom will you leave them to? Rebellion. Rebellion. Is a silent killer. Rebellion. Causes people to for a fate. What they don't know. They lose what they don't know. You can never know God's will if you are pursuing your own things in the world. You can never know God's will if you are not fellowshipping with God. You can never know God's will if you are not prayerful. You are neglecting the word of God. You can never have the power to doing God's will. Never. Your yes to the will of God will be weak. Your no to the will of God will be very strong. And your yes to the things that are not God's will will be so strong. Where you are now is a sum total of your obedience to God's will or your lack of obedience to God's will. Nothing short, nothing more. Where you are now, the things you, you, you have now, the things you suffer today, the joy you have today, the joy you will have, the connections you have today, the connections you will have, it's a sum total of you doing the will of the Father. You can go to any pastor. You can go to any prophet. You can go to anyone, any apostle to pray for you, to prophesy in your life. And they will do so many things to you. They will even rob you of the little that you have. And you will never, never, never get a breakthrough when it comes to the purposes of God if you, yourself, you do not make a personal decision to doing the will of God. 
Katonda. No one will ever force you to do the will of God. No one will ever pray for you to do the will of God. It is you that chooses to do the will of the Father. And not only to do, but to finish. To finish. You can look at this man standing before you I mean the today. And you can say, Oh, I know that man. He I know him. Or today you can allow your heart to open to to understand that God is speaking to you. He who has an ear let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. I battled this week. I battled. I'm preaching this morning not because I wanted to preach. I'm preaching this morning not because was no one else to preach. We have Elder Frank here with Twin. us, Pastor Pete Frank. Twin. Frank and he has a word. I'm standing here because of obedience. Until yesterday, my body is tired, and I have many other things. And so I would have wanted to sit and hear, rest, and receive the word. And I didn't know why God was emphatic and, and emphasizing that he wants this message to come forth. But the Bible says that rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion. Break foundations of rebellion. Build foundations of obedience. Those of you who are good at listening to people, who are good at listening to others, and especially listening to those who may not be connected to, to, to God, 
Your future is in danger. Because at times you subject God's will to human understanding. You subject the invisible into the visible. And always the visible will tend to be overshadowing the invisible. But the Bible says the invisible is greater than the visible. Yesterday in the marriage fellowship one of the ladies was sharing with us about their marriage, what they went through. And she said she was going to quit. Her people had told her you've gone into marriage, never come back. But here she was. She's doing her own things, pursuing her own things, her own desires, and she's struggling. And she chooses, when I leave, I'm just going to go somewhere and hide. They went through so much. And the husband was patient Waiting on God and trusting God and praying yeah. and this and the other. And finally, one time, God just opens the eyes of this lady. And she begins to see herself. She begins to see who she is. She begins to see her mistakes. She begins to see that she's the problem. The natural anger that she said that was operating her was unbelievable. And at times she could express all that to her husband and no matter who is there. But she said, I thank God who helped me. Not my husband, but me. So what happened? That marriage was saved because someone chose to look at God. And many of you, you just want to express yourself. You just want to express what you want. You just want to express what you don't want. You just talk to people. You just talk to leaders the way you want. And you ask yourself, why am I not reaching that place that God purposed? The will of God. Some of you might even be doing one part of God's will, but you're not looking at the whole life of you the whole life of you as being the will of God. The things you are not part of, is it God's will? 
the things you are part of is in God's will. Father, we come before you. If one pray, talk to God. Jesus says, not those that say, Lord, Lord, will enter heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. The church of Jesus has fallen so much but we continue to do things and we profess his name. We preach in his name. We, do, we say praise God. We do so many things in the context of church. But he says, I don't know you. You are far from me. Those that will enter. Those that will enter. There is that day of entering. Heaven. There will be that day of entering. And the word is clear. Those that do. That do. That do. The will of my father. When you come to church late, is it God's will? Or it is your will? When you choose which meeting to attend, in church which meetings not to attend, is it God's will or it is your will? Father, we've neglected your will several times. Forgive us, Lord. Father, we've not understood your will. We've not known the impact. We've not known the power of your will. Father, forgive us. There are people who are in debt who are in debt not because God wanted you to be in debt but you are in debt because it was your will 
that causes an impact on you, causes an impact on your family. Because you did what you want. But you were a believer. And eventually the name of the Lord is ridiculed. The name of the Lord is blamed. Because you did not pursue the heart of the Father. You did not pursue the will of God. Some of you, you saw opportunities and you went for opportunities and your heart told you yes but you did not wait on God. People open up to God. God is saying he has people here he wants to rescue. He has people here with an ear to hear. And he says to you, when you hear, he'll be pleased with you. And when you cross over into obedience and doing his will, he'll be proud of you. People can be proud of you, but is God proud of you? Father, draw us back to you. Draw us, Lord, into your purposes. Draw us into your will, dear God. Man looks on the outside. God looks at the heart. Lift both of your hands. And if you mean it, say, Father, I need you. Say, Father, draw me into your will. And say, Father, I make a decision today to doing your will. Father, help me to be caught up in your will. Give me the grace. Heavenly Father, I've shared your word with your people. Master, release the grace of obedience. Release the grace of action, Lord. Release the grace and help people, my God, that they'll get their eyes away from the world 
They'll get their eyes away from the pressures of the world. And they'll put their eyes on you, Master. Father, hold us to yourself.